0: Hello! Welcome to Not The Tonight Show, not the Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Ellen, or the Jimmy Colbert Show. You're at the right place at the right time. You're watching The Right Show. This show is money. We are not just a podcast that's going live. We are a support group for normal people. Today we talk about a war that just broke out between Russia and Ukraine. They call it special operations. We're gonna talk about Canadian stormtroopers trampling old women in wheelchairs. We're gonna talk about black dads who say no to leftist, racist ways. And we're gonna show you a sneak peek of Funny Thing About Love, my new movie, co-starring John Heater, AKA Napoleon Dynamite. Plus, we always end with a big laugh. It's all happening right here on The Right Show, the support group for normal people. Welcome, Facebookers, YouTubers, podcasters, locals, and Rock rockfinners. We simulcast this, that way when one channel shuts me down, I still have diversified my portfolio. Subscribers are finally up over 338,000. We added a new thousand this week. <clears throat> they said it couldn't be done. As you know, YouTube has been suppressing my views, shadow banning. It's real, but we put out a video of a comedian collapsing after bragging about taking 40 injections, including her Botox. And it was perfect timing, it was on stage. If you missed that episode, go back and watch it. That sleeper video has now climbed up to almost 500,000 views. And that's 12 days after we did this podcast. So it's shooting up towards a million eventually, and that has gained me another thousand subscribers. So we are breaking the algorithm. Where are you from? and what major city do you live in now? Okay, so when you answer that question, you gotta say born in blank, but living in uh, now. Does that make sense? The reason is I'm going on a comedy tour and I'm about to show you all the different cities and all the different dates. So when you post it there, I might be able to answer you in the comments, because I'm going there, I'm going there. All right, speaking of I'm going there, I just got back from Arizona, I wanna show you what that looks like while you're answering my question of the week. And you can see an inside look of doing comedy at a sold out comedy club, and then going to Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University, where you have to make a different kind of crowd laugh. Jokes have to be a little bit smarter. It looks a little something like this. Drive down the coast, and he booked me at the wrong Embry Riddle, everybody. The wrong one. Cactuses. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> I told my agent, "Book me. I want to fly directly into the Prescott Airport." He looked. He's like, "There's no air balloons leaving at that time." And this is Embry Riddle, it's an aeronautical school, which means everybody here is like a genius, right? Like, are they- Are there any dumb people here other than me? I was not expecting half the hands to go up. That's the pressure in every Riddle, where if you're just a lower level genius, you're the dumb person on campus. Uh, Who had a good Valentine's Day? Anybody have a good Valentine's? No. No Valentine's? Here's the problem, you guys are studying too hard. At ASU, they're not studying, they're having Valentine's Day. I bet part of the problem is some of the men are hitting on the women indirectly. You're walking up, hey, (laughs) you wanna get Aeronauti with me? <laughs> <laughs> we have the next holiday right here, St. Patrick's. Is this a party crowd? St. Patrick's? You guys get down. What, what does Henry Riddle do on St. Patrick's to just. We study <laughs> <laughs> double! I want to thank Prescott, though, for pulling out all the stops and putting the nicest backdrop I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this is... Markers! Watch, some of you guys can see this. Prescott! (laughs) Yay! Increase your marker budget, okay? (laughs) And I was thinking, there was no diversity on that stage, because they were all hardcore gangsters. Snoop, Dre, Kendrick, and Eminem. There was no, like, aeronautical student there. (laughs) Wouldn't that have been cool? Just someone that represents a whole different walk of life just walks out. Palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on my sweater already, and it's mom's spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) it's a that was a lot of fun. That's a comedian on tour in Arizona. And because that week was such a success, we just booked a whole week end in Arizona. So you're going to go on my website, KVON.tv. You're going to find Arizona listed there, Dallas and Minnesota. These are our newest additions. Tickets are there. Now those are four months out. If you want something immediate next week, Chicago, I saw some people from Chicago in the comments there, Ann Arbor, Raleigh, Ogden, Naples, Florida, Tampa, let's throw it on the screen so you can see with your own two eyes, podcasters, you are missing the boat. If you want, click on the link, podcasters, in the description, and you too can see all these beautiful cities. Look at that right there. So those cities are all on my website, kvon.tv. Make sure you get your tickets. If we can sell out these comedy clubs, we can convince them to bring me for full weekends. A lot of these shows are just one-nighters. They're still testing me out. Why would you test the most famous half-Persian comedian in the world? I don't know but to make sure we sweeten the pot. My viewers, I'm giving away four free tickets to Rosemont, that's Chicago, and four free tickets to Ann Arbor, and four free tickets to Raleigh. Now that's one per person. So you just email me info at k voncomedycom and you will get one free ticket each. That way we can spread the love and keep people coming. Uh, by the way, that's 12 tickets at $30 apiece. We're giving away $360 worth of free tickets. Yes! How do we do it? Our generous sponsors, anyone who puts a little money in the tip bucket, allows me to advertise to these new cities and get the word out. And nobody helped as much as Combat Gardener today. $99.99. Thank you, Combat Gardener. They left a great quote and a comment here. They said, thank you for posting these videos. I've been catching up on them because YouTube has been hiding them from me. Check to make sure you're subscribed everybody and click the thumbs up button. But everybody here in the comments is supporting our supporter. Wolfie just wrote, Combat Gardener rocks. We'll see if anybody beats 99.99 and throws in $101 today. That would be very interesting. All right, it is time to get moving into more of the nitty gritty Take a look at this. Leftists have gone wild, ladies and gentlemen. Now, they've already been going wild. But now, somehow, they're in charge of the schools, big tech, the university system. They're in charge of all the major news outlets, all the magazines, all the media, all the Disney channels. And they're in charge of the government, president, Congress, and Senate. When you give one group of dysfunctional people that much power you're gonna see a lot of problems. So we're gonna have to learn from these problems. Number one, Russia is now going into Ukraine for a special military operation. This is breaking news, but missiles are flying, there's explosions, no doubt, a lot of turmoil is coming. Why is this happening? Because you have a weak man as the United States president. So Ukraine has no backup. Now, Ukraine was giving money to Hunter Biden. They were trying to give millions of dollars through the family to kind of protect themselves. I hope they learned their lesson. I hope every dollar they gave to Hunter is now going up in smoke from a crack pipe and from these missiles because they made the wrong move. This did not happen under one president. Noticed Russia felt emboldened to attack under Barack Obama, and then they took a break. Can anyone guess how long that break was? And then within a year and a month of Joe Brandon in office, now people are going to lose their land, lose their freedom and lose their life. But it's not just happening abroad right here in America, leftists are continuing to go wild. Have you noticed that mask mandates are getting removed in almost every single state? What happened? Did the science change? No, the political science changed. And here we have a leftist who was so addicted to the idea that the mask was what was keeping him safe. You know, like a little baby likes his little security blankie and a little baby will cry if you take his blankie away. The kid could be 12 years old. The thing is dirty, ratty, but he has to suck his thumb and hold the blankie. The mask is a stand in for the blankie. Who needs the blankie? This guy. Take a look at this breaking news story. Here we have a Las Vegas clerk. The Las Vegas clerk, and I read, kills himself after shooting customer with no mask. The customer survived the gunshot wound to the shoulder in an incident three days before the end of the COVID mask mandate. So we all knew the mask mandate was ending. And what happened here is this gentleman went into a gas station and he wanted to buy three bags of chips. And the guy working behind the counter was like, I'm not selling you those unless you put on a mask. And the guy's like, no, we already heard the mask mandate's going to end. Just I'm buying the chips and I'm I'm leaving. And mind you, these convenience stores are behind plexiglass and behind the counter. So six feet away, all that good stuff. OK, but leftists don't believe in science. They believe in political science. So he said, I'm not selling you these chips unless you go put on a mask. It's the law. <laughs> Now, the customer got so frustrated, he just grabbed the three bags of chips and said, Fine, and walked out with them. Now, remember, leftists don't care about shoplifting under $950 if it's them. If it's a BLM person, if it's a homeless person, if it's a drug abuser, under $950 is okay. But if you walk in with this shirt right here, let's go, Brandon, or you say, I'm not wearing a mask, I'm buying these chips with my hard earned money and I'm leaving, leftists are now all about the rules. So the the convenience store guy jumped from behind the counter, chased the guy outside, and unbeknownst to the guy outside, he started firing pow, boom, pow, boom, boom. Now because he's a leftist, he's not a good aim. Leftists are scared of guns because they've never trained in them, they don't know how to use them, they hold them sideways, they see a gangster movie. So every bullet missed except one hit the gentleman's shoulder. The guy started running, his girlfriend picked him up in a van two blocks away. but. The convenience store owner then picked up the phone, screamed something to somebody, I'm guessing said goodbye to his family, and then, and that was the end of it. So leftists have gone wild. Would you say that is the craziest thing a leftist has done in the last week? Well, you might be wrong because a wheelchair-bound Canadian woman was trampled for a peaceful protest against Justin Dildo. Now, if you don't know Justin Dildo, he is the president, or they call it prime minister. I think he's a subprime minister. He looks like he should manage the Old Navy, not a country. So anyways, this is what happens when people peacefully protest. Now... A BLM radical protest, Justin Dildo is right there. He's on his knees looking up at the activists going, I'm sorry for everything. I'm very sorry. And if I can make you feel better while I'm down on my knees, please let me know. It's the least I can do. I'm sorry." But when it comes to people that don't want to inject themselves and drive in a truck by themselves, remember, truck drivers are quarantined by nature of their job, so they don't want to be forced to boosty boost to drive a truck by themselves from Ottawa to Vancouver and back. But Justin Dildo demands it because leftism is a political science. And watch what happens to this nice old lady. Peace.
1: I'm breaking my heart. This is peace, love, and happiness. Peace. We are peace
2: for peace.
0: Here comes the horses. Yeah, the horses hey, stand down! Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Look what you did! Look what you did to her! Look what you did to her! Look what you did to her! You, you trampled on the lady who was inaccessible! Shame on you! you God. Shame on everyone! Oh, of you. and it just turns out she was an indigenous woman. And some people say it was a walker, some people say it was a motorized wheel cart, whatever it was, disabled woman knocked over by horses. Horses should not be used against a peaceful protest. Now, if they're throwing bricks and they're rioting and they're shooting and they're doing whatever BLM does on an average Wednesday night, Then, of course, send in the mounties, knock people over with the butt of the horse, take one of those things. What do they call a mace? It's like a stick with a chain and it's got spikes. I always wanted to whack someone and just keep riding like Braveheart. Because I am Scottish, don't get it twisted. Although I look like I'm Persian, I'm also half Scottish. You've just got to look lower. So that would have been cool. So there is the second example of leftists gone wild. Hmm. Is that the only two examples for the week? obviously that would be enough. (laughs) Oh no. Did you know a BLM activist in Louisville attempted to assassinate a Jewish person? Now, because he's B black and because his life is supposed to matter regardless of his actions, which I don't believe lives matter regardless of actions. If you're doing the right actions, I believe your life matters. If you're leaving your kids abandoned and you're getting high on fentanyl and you're robbing Palestinian drugstore owners, and convenience store owners, and you get the four cops called on you and three hold you down and they put you in the truck and you fight your way out and then you fall back out of the SUV and then you say you can't breathe. I don't think your life at that point, I mean, at that point you're playing, you're in the casino rolling the dice with your life. Let's put it that way. White, black, Asian, Hispanic, other, Russian, Ukrainian... You are rolling the dice. I don't think your life matters because you're not showing me your life matters to you with those choices. But when someone innocent just standing there going, we don't want to jab ourselves to drive a truck. I believe her life definitely matters regardless that she's indigenous. So anyways, BLM, which is a huge lie, believes this guy's life matters. And he went in and shot a mayoral candidate in Kentucky, a Jewish guy. And once again, this guy shot several times. Boom, 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 boom. I think this guy shot three to five bullets. Missed all of them. Because that's what happens when you are watching them Boys in the Hood movies. If, trust me, if, I, if I'm shooting... Mm. Anyway, the bullet hit the sweater. Very close, but just nicked the sweater. And they're not calling it a hate crime. And the worst part, BLM activists raised money. And this guy was let out on bail for $150,000 to face the criminal prosecution later on down the road. His name is Quintez Brown, and uh, he's one of the dark white supremacists who attack Jews. They're so dark, they're not even white. And he was let out for 150 grand thanks to the Louisville Bail Fund. So Kentucky, you need to look into this, make a little noise. I wanna show you Quintes Brown, who's a friend of Obama, a friend of Biden, a friend of the Democrats, a friend of Kamala. Go.
2: We have several late developments to bring you during this 30 minutes. It is breaking news as we begin here on the WHS 1119 attempted murder. That is one of the major charges facing a well-known Louisville activist in jail tonight, accused of what police say is the targeted shooting of mayoral candidate Craig Greenberg. Just before nine tonight, Louisville Metro Police announced that they've arrested this man, 21-year-old Quintez Brown, for the shooting at Greenberg's Butchertown Market office this morning. A police report just released moments ago says Brown was caught less than a half mile away from the Butchertown Market. The report says from police that he had a loaded 9mm magazine in his pants pocket. The bag he was carrying had a 9mm Glock handgun and additional handgun magazines, according to police. The police report then says surveillance cameras in the building helped police identify him immediately. Brown is charged with attempted murder and four counts of wanton endangerment after four of Greenberg's staff members were in the room during the shooting. Back in December, Quintez Brown announced his run for Metro Council in District Number 5, which includes parts of the Portland and Shawnee neighborhoods. Brown is best known for his activism and writing, often focusing on race relations. He once had a regular freelance column in the Courier-Journal. We talked to Brown in June of 2020 during a youth march that he organized for Breonna Taylor's birthday.
0: It was very important for me for everyone to be out on Brianna Taylor's birthday because we don't want her name to be erased and drowned out by rioters, looters, and violent police. You know, we're really trying to celebrate Brianna and the demands of her family.
2: Tonight, we've been talking to many people who know Quintez Brown and are aware of his mental health struggles. Louisville's Kasha Heron knows Brown through her work as a writer. She told me she's overjoyed that Greenberg and his staff are safe, and she never believed Brown could be capable of what he's accused of doing today. I'm
1: just sad that... Um, I believe this was preventable, and that we collectively, as a community, would, would would put our arms around not just the Quintezes of the world, but there are plenty of folks right now who really need mental health services, and I hope that Quintez is getting it now. That's what I think about when I think about Quintez. I think about his brilliance. I think about his, his leadership ability, um, and sadly, I have not th- thought about his mental state.
2: It was last summer. Brown was reported missing for several days, leading to several searches throughout this city. He was later found safe in New York City in July. At the time, his family asked for privacy as they helped him with his physical, mental, and spiritual health. New York activist Carlene Pinto, who is heading to Louisville now, was in the Bronx when he was found last summer and talked to me tonight about the news of his charges. And
0: I'm thanking God that nobody died today. I am thanking God and I am praying that someone provide that young man the mental health support and resources that he so desperately has needed for the last year.
2: Now, investigators have not released a possible motive in the shooting just yet. Earlier today, LMPD police chief Erica Shield said they're exploring all options. Mr. Greenberg is Jewish, so there's that. We don't know if it's tied to the candidate, political, or if it's just are we dealing with someone who has mental issues or is venomous, I don't know. So we have to really keep an open mind and really just be diligent in taking care of our community.
0: Unbelievable. So even the news story, because the news is run by leftists, was almost glowing. Did you see that wrap up? This was a man who took a loaded gun and shot a Jewish candidate for office in an assassination attempt. But we just heard what a great man he was, how many mental health issues he's had, and how the whole community needs to really rally and help Quintes? This is just really sad. You know, I never thought he would do anything like this. He's actually a very great guy. Now, I want you to put on your thinking cap. What would happen if a white guy went in and shot a Democrat mayoral candidate five times with a handgun? Would it be, well, he was a great guy his whole life. In fact, he used to have a puppy. Or would it be, This is proof that white supremacy is taking over our country. Only in America, Trump made this happen. This kind of thing is because Fox News. We need to stop white men in their tracks. It'll never end. This country was built on such things, and it will keep going unless we remove all these politicians and replace them with strong black women. And, of course, their next plan is ban guns, all right? So we have dug deep down in the dirt. We have seen all the negative things leftists have to show us. This is not white or black. This is not Persian versus half Persian. This isn't Asian versus Scottish. This is leftists versus moderates, conservatives, and normal people. Right now, the leftists are winning, but the normal people are starting to pay attention. This blew my mind. We have a smart father of color because, remember, it's not about black or white or Persian versus half Persian. It's about smart people versus leftist. And this guy will blow your mind when he goes to a student council. I think it's a student board meeting. And uh, he tells them that he doesn't want these white guilt-ridden liberal women teaching his mixed children that blacks are victims and whites are racist. As a half Persian from an immigrant family where my father learned English as a second language and he came here from Iran, this is what real people, real immigrant families think. Pay attention leftists, we're coming for you.
2: Good evening. Good
0: evening.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you for your service. Obviously you guys give of yourselves to, to do what you're doing. The community, I think we recognize that now that the political juice has been sucked out of the mass distraction, that we have to move forward. And one of the things I wanted to thank you for tonight was the resolution, the non-discrimination resolution, the CRT deal, because it's, it's happening. And as a parent, I speak to other parents. There's a few things that we don't want. I'm biracial. I'm bilingual. I'm multicultural. The fact is, in America, in North Carolina, I can do anything I want, and I teach that to my children. And the person who tells my little pecan color kids that they're somehow oppressed based on the color of their skin would be absolutely wrong and absolutely at war with me. And I think that's the same for every parent. What the mask showed us is that the parents, the most powerful group of people in our country, that they're taking back the wheel. Now, obviously, we had to take the wheel back for the mask, but we're taking the wheel back from Washington all the way to Raleigh and into our local school board because CRT, all of that. The parents don't want it. It's a big fat lie. There's not one, if if you believe in CRT, I wanna tell you you're a liar because that means you look at your black neighbor and say that they're oppressed and you look at your white neighbor and say that they're evil regardless of the experience that you've had with them. And we're not gonna do that. The parents in the United States of America, right here in North Carolina and Cabarrus County, we know that's not true because we believe the lives we live. The fact is, I've been a business owner right here in North Carolina, and I deal with white people, black people, Hispanic people. My children deal with everybody. And the racism is only happening at the government level and on the media. The fact is, you have racists, and there's like, you can't even find them hardly. You just hear the stories about them. But this this is what we're dealing with. The parents are taking the wheel. I have an eight-year-old daughter who is absolutely dynamic, who can do anything. Athletically, intellectually, spiritually, and emotionally, she is a dynamo. And I don't want a man swimming against her in the pool. The fact is, I don't want her playing against boys in soccer. I don't even let my sons rough her up. Do you think I'm going to let your son rough her up? This is what we're talking about. Policy going back to the parents. Because if you think people who love America are willing to fight for it, you haven't met parents yet. Because I'm telling you, parents will go further down any street than anyone who loves their country alone. My name is Brian Echeverria. I thank you for your service, and we're taking back the wheel. Thank you.
0: That was perfectly said, and that really reflects how so many millions of people feel around the country and around the world. The problem is the people in power, the very select few, the Justin Dildos, the Joe Bidens, the Kamala Harris's, the people that are trying to force you how to think, the mainstream media, big tech, the stories they put on your wall, it is just to divide us as if everything is black versus white. And that is why that guy will not be on the cover of a magazine. He won't get the headline story like Juicy Smollett's did when he said he was attacked by two white people wearing red hats. That story is a headline. And when it turns out to be false, which it always does, they quietly make it go away. And this gentleman who is black represents black people because obviously he's one of them, but Biden will tell him, no, no, no. If you don't think the way we tell you, vote the way we tell you, act like a leftist. You you ain't ain't black." black. We're gonna have a whole lot more coming up after this. And now we turn the channel from a news show to a comedy show. Don't miss it. Okay, so we have gone into the dirt. We talked to that smart father. In fact, we heard from that smart father who was definitely of color, but not a leftist. But did you know I am one of the warriors, just like that father, that goes to meetings, goes to microphones around the country and pushes back against the left. So I'm gonna need your help. Go to my comedy tours, kvon.tv, grab three friends, grab two neighbors, don't come sit by yourself, get the community together, and let's take back what's rightfully ours. What that means is, you gotta see the things I'm doing behind the scenes to make sure that you don't get fired at your job for saying what I say. Make sure you don't get harassed by your friends. Make sure a woman on a date doesn't throw a cup of water in your face just because you don't agree with her politically. The left is completely insane. All of these things are happening all around the country. But there's a group called Turning Point USA. If you've heard of Turning Point, put it in the comments. Turning Point invited me to perform at San Diego State University. It went so well, we made a documentary about the situation, and five other Turning Points have asked me to join them I want to show you a sneak peek of the documentary. If you like it, go on my YouTube channel, go on my Rockfin channel, go on my Rumble channel and watch the full documentary. It's the best 20-minute conservative comedy documentary you've ever seen. Here's a preview. When it comes to a college campus, a conservative is by far the most discriminated upon. And since they aren't recognized and privileged with that coveted minority status, they get almost no protection from their attackers. Tolerance at UC Berkeley, everybody. That's what tolerance? Looks no support like. from school administrators and no wall-to-wall mainstream national coverage when they face abuse. Don't believe me? Watch this. I want to start with one of the most egregious examples of conservatives being targeted and physically attacked for their beliefs. Back in February, a recruiter was harassed and punched in the face at UC Berkeley. Imagine if a mob
2: of students wearing Make America Great Again hats went up to a liberal student and spray painted that student because they didn't like what they were saying. Just imagine the outrage. You're offensive.
0: Police lives matter. This is our space. We've got a police lives matter sticker, and we're getting kicked out. Can't do school. You you just said we have to leave. No, I said you're making this space uncomfortable. uncomfortable. But you're white. Do you understand what a multicultural space it means? You're not being centered. White's not a culture. No, no, it's not a culture. It's white is not a culture.
1: Say it again to the camera. You think whiteness is a culture? This is insane.
2: So anyways, this is the violence that ASU does, and this is the type of people that they protect, okay? This white man thinks he can take up our space, and this is why we need a multicultural space, because they think they can get away with this We're asking you to leave if you
1: have any consideration for people of color and are marginalized. This is the only space that
0: you're not centered, and you're still trying to center yourself, which is peak white cis male bullshit. Those are just a few quick examples. There are countless more. I'm comedian Kayvon and I've been told conservatives aren't funny and they're all racist. So I paired up with Turning Point USA to bring my comedy show to San Diego State University. We created this quick documentary so you could get an inside look and judge for yourself. 7.5, come on. The faster you run, the faster you get it over with. Yesterday I was in Augusta, Georgia and got to the airport at 4 a.m. East Coast time, that's 1 a.m. California time, and I was trying to get over to San Diego because we have a big show tonight, and the pilot called them sick. I had to make a decision. Come late to San Diego or take a $250 Uber ride for three hours to Atlanta from Augusta. Which one do you think I did? Try to do about three or four miles before every show. That wakes up my mind, my body. So there you have it. Now you've seen the beginning portion of the documentary. Now this goes on quite the journey. You do not want to miss it. So find it, click it, share it, like it, do the things you're supposed to do. So far, we've had a great episode. This is episode 51 of the podcast, okay? And a lot of you are new here, especially when when this finally gets posted again on Sunday as a podcast episode another 4,000 people will stumble upon it. So you might not know, I was in a movie recently with John Heater, Napoleon Dynamite, the funny thing about love. And you get to see me not only doing comedy, not just sitting here talking to you, but acting in a romantic comedy film. Let's see a little bit of Coach K's acting, go. So what's the deal with Bryce Jones, Esquire? Be nice. At least I didn't make a lawyer joke, which if I did, he would have laughed harder than anybody.
2: I did not know he was such a big fan.
0: Seriously? I mean, it throws me off my game when someone laughs that hard at my jokes. I know I'm funny. Nobody is that funny. So your mother tells me that Joby May is, as she puts it, reaching a new stratosphere? So you've been asking my mom about me? No. I keep saying, please stop telling me about your daughter. But you know how that woman is. It's actually going really great.
2: In fact, someone just offered to buy my company.
0: Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Sam, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. You followed your dreams, and you did it. You know, I love watching Star Crossed Lovers as much as the next homeless guy, but can you please get me my soup?
2: I'm so sorry, and we are not star-crossed lovers. I he's mean, I—I don't.
0: Pretty, pretty sure really he's know. gone. You're good. So, you're gonna sell? What? Your business?
2: Oh, I don't know. It—it it is a really good offer, though.
0: Well, you could always sell it and start a new one.
2: Well, legally I have to wait three years to start another fashion brand. Mmm, that is tough.
0: You know, I have tough decisions to make all the time, too. Mm. People are always like, oh, you're so funny, you're so hilarious. I don't even know what to say back. Real people problems. Yes, like the other day, I was in the airport and this woman was like, Luke! Luke! Uh, Luke Hudson! Finally, I'm like, Grandma, keep up, pack lighter. Luke Hudson? I know you! See? Fan of my comedy. Comedy?
1: I used to wipe your backside every day. Oh, really?
2: Mm.
1: I was his babysitter. (laughs) That is until he became unbearable and I had to quit.
0: Ma'am, I know exactly how you feel. Wait, Mrs. Appletree? Wow. That's That's a blast from the past. Hey, uh, what do you think she's doing here? You don't think she's actually homeless, do you? Why don't you go talk to her? Uh, I don't know. It might be embarrassing for her. Soup, please. Oh, there you go, sir.
2: Grandpa Joe, where did you get that outfit? Uh, I beg your pardon. I, I think you've got me confused with someone else. I'm as homeless as the proverbial bowl weevil. <laughs> and I understand your uh, food is uh, packed. With gluten. Which of you people are handing out the pumpkin pie?
0: Don't think we have any of that. Two doors down. I cut that up so that I can send it to future romantic comedy directors and say, hey, been there, done that. And look pretty decent in a hairnet, I might add. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. Now, something came across my desk. I could not believe it. It's a comedy clip but it's even bigger than just the average comedy clip. It's hard to describe, so we're gonna have to see it right after this break. All right, let's take a look at the comments real quick and then we'll show you that comedy clip as promised. Luna Walker says, hey, you did really good in that movie. Thank you so much. Stop playing, Brandon. <laughs> Fitty. fitting. Yeah, I got the Let's Go Brandon shirt. We've sold about mm, a thousand of these. Plus, we've got the mugs and we've got the sweatshirts. So be sure to go on my website, kvon.tv. Go under shop and there's the Let's Go Brandon merchandise. You've got to get a bunch of them. Wolfie says, hubby adored, grandpa. HK says, I've worn a hairnet a few times on TV shows, but those days are over. <laughs> Amazing. And heck yeah, you rock, brother. When a guy like me gets into a movie and has fun and acts and people are seeing it in the big screen. It was in the theaters for a couple of weeks. Uh, it makes the left very angry because they think they own comedy. They think conservatives cannot be funny. Just the same way people thought black people couldn't play baseball in the 1930s. Okay, That's how ignorant the left is. So they they think, they've been told this, well, I don't see any on my TV, so they must not have the ability to do it. So we have to make sure We keep pushing, get further, get on people's YouTube channels, get on their Instagrams, get in their TikTok feed, get on their rumbles, and then get on their big screens. And we're going to break this stereotype, and we are going to own them, (laughs) as Ronald Fields says. And Tessa Cunningham says it was a great love story. Now, I want to show you a clip, a comedy clip as promised, and you're not going to believe this. This brought tears to my eyes when I started editing it. Let me give you the backstory. On TikTok, somebody posted my comedy clip. Then people on TikTok strip the audio from the comedy clip and mime the words or lip sync them doing it. Sometimes they get their girlfriend involved and they're doing the joke as the man and the woman. And I didn't know this had happened. There was a thing on TikTok that says explore. I clicked my comedy clip and the explore button and there are over 10,000 people around the world who took the time to lip sync as if they're doing my jokes that I told on stage. It's kind of hard to explain, um, but it blew me away because here I am thinking, oh, I'm just writing jokes. I'm trying to make people laugh. That's been my goal since I was 12 years old. I wanna be a comedian. I wanna bring laughter to people around the world. And it really hit me that with TikTok and that feature where you can all lip sync it, 10,000, 20,000 people around the world have taken the time To hear my jokes. They don't even know who I am. I did not know who they are. And I pieced them all together into like a montage. So you two can enjoy dozens of people. I didn't have time to edit all of them. Plus I wanted it to look pretty cool. And it literally got me a little, just a little... Uh, Just a little emotional because when you got into comedy, you know, at the age of 12 and officially got into it 15 years ago and worked your jokes on stage and you were told you need to quit. You ain't funny, bro. Hecklers. And then people saying you're kind of funny. Okay, I'll pay you uh, chicken wings tonight if you come through. Okay, then it turns into gas money. Then it turns into $100 for your jokes. And you're like, I just won the lottery. I was paid in chicken wings last week. This guy gave me a $100 bill. And then you start getting... Door deals at comedy clubs where they go, hey, look, we hold 400 people here. We'll charge $20 a ticket. We'll give you half the door. Oh, well, let's see. What's half of 400 times 20, $8,000 divided by two. Oh, so that's the job. That's the goal. And this is 15 years in the making. I hope you enjoyed it because these people took the time to take my comedy and make it their own. And it was, just, it was just really touching. Enjoy. Because women have skills men don't have. You can't just say, I'm a woman. Do something a woman could do, then I'll believe you, right? Can you break into my iPhone in the time I go to the bathroom and come back to the dinner table? Just something basic. Can you be totally starving, but have no idea what you want to eat? You know? Some of you know what I'm talking about. Can you turn a compliment into an argument? That's what I want to know. It's like, babe, you look beautiful tonight, so I didn't look beautiful last night. You're good. You are good. You look so photogenic, so I don't look beautiful in real life. How great is that? And what I loved about that clip and why it was a little touching is I'm seeing people from Africa. I'm seeing Asians. I'm seeing a Latina couple and she's in a bikini laughing in Brazil at this comedy clip that I made for Dry Bar Comedy just a year and a half ago. And... And here we have the media telling us we're all racist, we have to be careful, you have to tiptoe around each other. Each culture is very different. Black people lived a certain way, white people all lived this way, Latinas and Latinxes and Latinxes. No, none of that is true. My comedy clip, you saw a black guy doing his version of it, you saw two white people uh, that were topless doing, then you see a nice couple who's sitting there with a you know champagne. Comedy is universal laughter is necessary and one thing the radical left always goes after is the ability for us to all sit down together and laugh at our differences and then realize we're actually all the exact same now you got to pick wisely. Do you want to support the mainstream media narrative, the Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Allen, Stephen Colbert, the Trevor No Laugh, Saturday Night Live, or sorry, not laughing narrative? Or do you want to come find me on tour and laugh with a multicultural group of open-minded moderates, conservatives, and free thinkers who are not into cancel culture, but they're into comedy culture. All right, we'll be back next week. See you then. Bye.